What's up, everyone? This is Mr. and Mrs. 757. We are back. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wanted to play with these buttons here. All right. Well, yeah, once again, my name is Rico Gonzalez. I'm Mr. 757. And we also have here Mrs. 757, Courtney Gonzalez. Say what's up, babe. Hey, hey, hey. All right. So. We have been out the picture for a bit as far as the podcast goes because the market has been changing so much. It has like I, I've had some ideas of what to speak about on different podcasts, but it's like the market changed again. It's like it doesn't really matter what that last podcast idea was about. So now I think we've reached a point. We're in June. We reached a point where we we could just let you guys know what the market is looking like right now at this moment which could change at any second <laughs> i like to say like it's the market is like a lung it's like constantly breathing it's constantly <sighs> moving yeah and you have to know where what vein we're in at the moment because yeah. it can change like just because you bought a house a year ago doesn't mean you're the new expert because it has changed 10 times since then. That's true. So I, I like to say that it's it's a, like an actual living, breathing thing. And you have really need somebody that has a true pulse on where that is yeah. right now. Because we are realtors. We are the boots on the ground. We feel it before anyone else even reports about it, right? Right. Exactly. And I had... I had been out with buyers this year and we started like for one in particular we started in january mm -hmm. and he closed in april and it was because it took him a while to, it was probably the most aggressive time in the whole season right there was in that pocket mm -hmm. but when we were talking about terms for an offer he was going to write i was like well right now as things have evolved, this is what I suggest we do. And he's yeah. like, oh my gosh, has this evolved? This has evolved. <laughs> Within like, a few short months. Right. What we were doing in January is not what we could get away with in, in April. So it was just constantly changing and you kind of had to run with, roll with those punches. Yeah. Man, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about what the market was like up to this point. So let's say from 2020 to 2020, beginning of 2022. On and popping. On and popping. Reason being? Supply and demand. Supply and demand. And the demand was because we had low interest rates. Ding, 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 ding. Yep, low interest rates. And there's like a legit demand. And there continues to be a legit demand because we have more people than we have houses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there was a... Uh, inventory was low. Correct. Okay. Now there's a difference between there's no houses out there to buy an inventory, right? Right. So there's no houses mean there's, there are houses out there to buy back then and now inventory. What that's defined is how long it's been on the market. Okay. An average inventory, uh, would be, what was that average number? Like, I don't understand your question. Sorry. So an average percentage of inventory was like uh, six months, right? Six months supply. Six months supply. Okay. That was an average inventory. That means a house, uh, whatever's on the market will sell out in six months. Well, for the past two years, it was like 0 0.01. Right. Like it's going to sell out in a month. The thing sell out in less than a month. Right. Like in a week. So that's what, so back then in 2020 to 2022, you had to stop, drop and roll and pick up and let's go buy a house. 
Right. Right. No thinking about it. Let's go get it. Right. It wasn't no, let's sleep on it. If you don't, uh, if you sleep on it, you won't sleep in it. Right, right, right. You heard that. Okay. Um, so we had low interest rates. What were they at? Twos for VAs. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Even saw one under two. It was like 1.9 or 1.8. That's amazing. And to put it in perspective, back in the 80s, they were up to 12s. And I've heard up to 18%. Correct. And right. overall, a history reports that average... Mm-hmm is seven seven percent right a historic average is seven percent we've had dips and peaks where it's gone higher or it's gone lower but we've been in this kind of steady under yeah below average for a long time Mm -hmm. so now that we're getting up to that average a historic average people are really hurting in their feelings about that that percentage rate, like they're being hijacked and it's not necessarily true. It's, you know, kind of going back to normal, so to speak. Yeah. So back before 2020, like around 2019, 2018, I think the average was around five or six, right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember looking at our, um, when we, when we bought our last purchase, we bought, I think it was 2016 or 17. Our rate was like at four and a quarter and we were pumped about it. Right. We were happy. Yeah, we were happy. So uh, we did a bunch of podcasts about this for the buyers and hey, the rates are low, rates are low, do it now because you could afford a bigger house with lower payment. Right. And it's crazy because I feel like people didn't understand that then. No, they, they understand don't. it now. They understand it now. But they didn't understand that then because we were hearing people crying about the the prices of these houses going up. Yeah. Meanwhile, their interest rate was so dirt cheap that mm-hmm. it would have been like wicked low monthly payment. Right. And I remember you had a client that bought a house for like almost 500. It was like four something in plantation something. Okay. Um, in Chesapeake. But anyways, I remember seeing their percentage rate and what their monthly inc- monthly payment was. Yeah. And it was like $1,800 a month. And <laughs> for I was almost like a four or $500,000 home. For almost a half a million dollar house. Yeah, yeah. And it's because the interest rates are so low. Today, if we go to where we're at now, and they want forget about If you want an $1,800 payment and today in June 2022, you're looking sub 300000 yeah, yeah, less than 300000 yeah. So what we're trying to tell you is, we told you so. <laughs> so but okay, wait, let's just talk about the guy we met at the the gym this morning. All right, cool. Hey, guys, look, I got Courtney to come to the gym with me in the morning. <laughs> it started out with me just going, and then Theo came back, and then he's coming, and then we're doing a little family gym time, and now Courtney's coming along. Actually, I left her at home this morning. <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm leaving in 15 minutes, babe. Let's go. <laughs> He left me. He didn't even say he was leaving. He just dipped. I said I was leaving 15 minutes. What am I going to do? Wake you up again? If I wake you up again, (laughs) anyway, so I'm like, I'm out. I went to the gym and, uh, you know, I'm getting my pump in. Yeah, I got to get a pump. Right. So I'm getting my pump in and then Courtney walks in. I'm like, oh, she came. Yeah. Well, that wasn't the part I was talking about. I know. I was like, let's tell that story. That was pretty cool. (laughs) Anyways. So we're at the gym. And we're all sweating away, you know, it's chest and back day, you know. So we're like, yeah. And then one of our clients pulls up, Bash Corp. Oh, hi. Rico Courtney. Right? <laughs> Stop it. 
That was a Filipino accent. The man is I was not trying Filipino. to do Indian, but anyways, <laughs> sound, everything I do sounds Filipino. Well, Bashkor, he was very, um, very much a penny pincher. He yeah. made sure that he was getting the best deal on anything and everything. And he... In a 2020 market, he thought it was 2018 type. He complained a lot about purchase prices. Yes. And he ended up with a killer deal yeah. in a market where you don't have deals. And I couldn't be happier for him. And he kept asking me, do you think I'm overpaying? Do you think I'm overpaying? No. I'm like, no, dude, you're going to have so much equity in this thing by this time next year. You're going to be thanking me. And he didn't believe us. Well, maybe he halfway believed us. Maybe he wanted to believe he us. He wanted to believe me. And didn't, yeah. And it, it, because he was thinking logically. Right. You know what I mean? So he comes up. And he's like, oh, man, I'm so happy I bought this place when I did because the value has risen $30,000. Right. And he said, and I haven't even done anything. He hasn't done a thing to it, guys. He's been in there a year. Yes. And he's made $30,000 in equity. This is better than stock markets right now. This is better than cryptocurrency. Real estate is where it's at. Right. It's proven method, longest, best investment ever. 30000 in a year. Yeah, and he was Continuing his biggest concern was if I buy this house at this price right now, then the Can market's going to tank and mm -hmm. then I'm going to be underwater in this property. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to ensure him that, you know, although I'm not, you know, psychic, I don't have a crystal ball, I can't really tell the future, but I do know that over time you will absolutely get a return on your investment. Yeah. And the market didn't tank and here he is mm -hmm. and he was so thankful. And then I we asked him Bashkor, what was your interest rate when you signed on that house? And it was like three point something. Yeah. And I said, dude, they're a double that right now. It's like at six point yeah. something right now on at, average. Yeah, for certain certain ones. They his, are. his jaw dropped and he's like, oh man. So not only are properties costing more today, but they're also, the interest rates are so much higher that it's costing extra, extra more. Yeah. So he was so thrilled to to see us and to thank us for encouraging him to do what he did. So congratulations, Bascor. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. So, um, so what's going on now? Now, fast forward. We're in 2022, middle of the year. So what happened around, I think, March, April, uh, inflation is starting to creep up. I think right now we're paying about five bucks a gallon for gas. Yeah. A little bit more for Too people much. that take the Supreme 93, all my 93 octane people. We're hurting. Um, but we're blessed over here. We're good. Anyways, <laughs> um, inflation's on the rise. All right. So to stop inflation, I guess the Fed's like, yo, we're going to go ahead and start raising the rates. All right. So they raise the rates a little bit. So what turned into 50 million buyers turned into maybe 25 million buyers. <laughs> <laughs> it did slow the market down. And I felt it right away because uh, I had a bunch of listings. Uh, if I listed a, a property in the past, no matter what it was, um, we'll get 30, 40 showings through there, right? Mm -hmm. Back Easy. In, in the last two years, uh, 15 offers. My record was 30 offers mm -hmm. and that's not in something three days. to brag about that. That's, that's a awful. lot of work. <laughs> I had to dissect each one. It was crazy. Um, but now we're listing a property. Courtney, you just listed one on Monday, right? Three bedroom, two bath. Sure did. $300,000. Mm -hmm. What? 12, 1300 square feet. Something like that mm -hmm. in Virginia beach. Mm -hmm. Hot spot. Hot spot. Yeah. So what was the activity like there? It was a beautiful property, renovated, and had we listed six months ago, it would have been a 30 offer thing in five mm -hmm. seconds. Mm 
um, because its market has slowed down and the interest rates have gone up. Certain price points are more are seeing more activity than others, and I feel like anything over three hundred is slowed down significantly. And anyways, we had like ten showings in three days. Okay, we're still good. Yeah, that's still good. It's still great for sellers. I mean, by all means, it's still very much a seller's market. It's just not as aggressive as it was. Like I've seen it go from on average five offers in one day on average on average so an above average property got more offers than that a below average property may have gotten less offers than that then it went and started kind of fizzling down a little bit then it was more like four offers in a 24-hour period on average Mm -hmm. then it was like two yeah then it was like one that's where we're at right now we're like at one One offer offer on average for the average property in 24 hours right and this last listing i remember by the fourth day or third day showings fizzled out no one's calling us what's going on maybe because we listed on a memorial day okay maybe that's maybe who knows but like it fizzled out and we're like we got two great offers anyways yeah we got two fantastic offers fantastic offers the ones we're looking for is the one that the seller accepted right so if you're a seller it's not doom and gloom. You no. can still sell your home. Even if the interest rates have hiked up a bit right now, they're at five, six ish. They did dip down a bit last week, just point a quarter, whatever mm-hmm. it was. Yep, they're in 4.9. Oops, sorry, guys. Anyways, yeah, they were at is what? what I saw for a conventional the 4. other day. 4.9. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what that means is the ones that are really looking are the ones that are going to go ahead and write. Right. We don't have any tire kickers out there right now for the most part. I right. mean, people that are coming into the door are like legitimately interested in purchasing, Yeah, which is good. Yeah. The thing about you guys, sellers, you can't just throw a piece of junk on the market and think you're going to get top, top dollar. Now you got to perform a little bit more, just a little bit. And we'll give you the tips and strategies to do so. We know what buyers are looking for. Cause like I said, we're the boots on the ground. We know what buyers are looking for and what they don't like. So um, it's still a seller's market too. It is. I think anything under 250 is seeing a lot more activity than because a lot of these people in the higher price points kind of drop down yeah. because the interest rate doesn't allow for them to yep. purchase higher. I've seen that too. I've seen people that were at a $500,000 price point at 2.3 or 3 point whatever. Now the uh, things rose up to 500, uh, five points, uh, 5%. Like 350. Yeah. They're 350 buyers now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all the 350 buyers that everybody had a 350 buyer at one point at 2% or 3%, they're now 250, 275. Right. So it's bananas down there in that price point. Yeah, it's bananas in that price point. 250 yeah. or below is still seeing a lot of activity. Yeah. I would say anything above 300 is is fizzling down. It's slowing down. Doesn't mean nothing's happening. It just means it's slower than it was. Yeah. And then anything over 500 is significantly slowed down. I mean, they'll still sell. Six months ago, anything over 500, you were still having multiple offers, people mm-hmm. offering hundreds, $100,000 over a list price. Like that was legit happening. I had a client uh, inquire about a $640,000 property, and I called the uh, list agent, and they had no offers. Been on the market four days. See what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's different price points have different levels of activity. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, I don't know, somebody that could purchase at over 300 that doesn't necessarily maybe doesn't want to. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, might still be a good opportunity because there's less buyers in that pool. Yeah. But I mean, everybody's different to each their own. But if we do enter a recession, they are saying that these rates are going to come down if that does occur, which it's looking that way. Right, right. <laughs> so if you purchased today and then refied later, then you'd be in good shape. That's the plan. But you have to be prepared to not refi. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. you don't want to put set yourself up for failure. But no lender is going to give you money you can't you can't pr perform with yeah. anyway. Yeah. So that's what's going on right now. So, I mean, you know, you talk to lenders, you talk to anybody in real estate. It, we, will, we will always tell you, uh, buying a house is the best investment you can ever do, because you know it it improves it um, creates equity. Right. It's kind of like what Bashkor said today at the gym. He was like, "This is the best investment I ever made." It, I invested in crypto. I invested in. You lost money in crypto. This I invested in that, and I've seen things go up and down. But overall, it's steady as you go. Real estate wins. Mm -hmm. He can't get thirty percent in in a savings account. You can't get thirty percent in the fidelity mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. It's not happening. Mm -hmm. So thirty percent in one year. That real estate's where it's at. It's definitely where it's at. So um, even if, you, if you're a little fearful, buyers, if you're a little fearful because the rates are going up, just go ahead and go, go ahead and secure something. Because when they do eventually come down, you know, we go in cycles. When they do eventually come down, just refinance. Get a lower payment and boom, keep paying your payment. And that builds up more equity. And over time, it's going to improve in value and improve in, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not value. Um, appreciate. Okay. Okay. Um, the price will go up, not the price. What am I thinking of? I don't know. The value of the property will increase as you pay the mortgage down, which will increase more equity. It's like, it, it's just an incredible thing. Yeah. <laughs> Real estate. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. We'll be a geeking. Um, let's talk about that. So the increase in percentage rates. So Courtney alluded earlier, the average uh, percentage rate for a mortgage is about 7%. And uh, our boss, Jerry, our broker, he had kind of went through these numbers. Really, it's 7.85% is what the average. Historical average. Historical over, over time. 20 years or something like that. So it's not bad. I think in the past, we were just spoiled with these 2 and 3%. Right. They were just spoiled. Yeah, well, check out the 80s. If you think you have it bad, let's go look at the 80s. Mm -hmm. Ouch. They were like at what, 16, 18%? Yeah, they were, it was Ugh. nuts. They and were, people were, still buying houses. They were still buying houses, guys. Okay. And guess and what? What? They have some, anybody who purchased in the 80s have some serious, serious equity they're sitting on. For sure. They probably purchased, dad probably purchased his for like less than 80000 Now I can go to that neighborhood and it'll, it's a $300,000 home. Right. Mm -hmm. I have clients that are have are sitting on bought in the 80s mm -hmm. and are sitting on a mountain of equity. They own the house outright and now they're taking some of that equity to buy a new house, Come an on. investment. Like Can, can you do that renting a house? Never. No. You're paying the landlord or their mortgage for them. So it just makes sense to purchase a property. So going back to the percentage, okay, at $500,000 with the Historical average is 7.875%. Your, um, uh, for 30 years, the monthly mortgage of a $500,000 home would be 36.25 a month. 
Okay. Okay. All right. That's the monthly historical average percentage. Now today, uh, the average today right now is 5.5%. Okay. If you bought a $500,000 home at 5.5% at 30 years, your monthly mortgage is 28.39. Okay. Okay. So Pretty that's, good. that's the difference that percentages make. And imagine a person uh, two years ago that bought at 2.5% of $500,000 home. They're sitting pretty. Right. $1,600 mortgage or whatever. I mean, that's a difference of almost $800 a month. And if you multiply that over 30 years, that's over $280,000. That's the difference of what points are. So if you're a buyer, uh, what I would do, go ahead and secure a place. When the rates come back down, go ahead and refinance, get a lower rate, lower payment. You still have your investment that you can live in. Right. Or like get a place that maybe you wanted to spend more money and get a better property. But if you get something that you can at least start in, like, I don't know if you're there, we're talking to first time home buyers or buyers that might need more space or whatever. Like it doesn't have to be your forever. It can be your investment in the future. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what we did when we were buying our first place. Yeah. There's no Taj Mahal. It wasn't like, Yes, we made it. We've arrived. We've got this beautiful <laughs> duplex. It's so amazing. Yeah, just getting to something. Like yeah. What did we do? We bought something for a buck thirty. We stayed in it, and then we sold it for two seventeen. Took Correct. that money and put it into a new property that we bought for two fifty something. Right. And, and now, what is it worth now? It's worth. Let me get my praise dance on. It's right worth some quick. money. I mean, dun, dun, the, the dun, one dun, around dun, the corner dun, sold dun, for four fifty. <laughs> And, Thank you, Jesus. You know, we've improved it along the, the years, but we've only been living there six years. Mm-hmm. What in the world? You know what I mean? So, I mean, what what's that mean? Buy something now, it's going to be worth a million dollars five years from now. Maybe not. But when you pay the mortgage down, that equity is yours. You can borrow from it. You can sell the house and cash in. And people are like, yo, but um, I don't want to buy a house because the only way to make money off the house is if you sell it. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, how do you make money off of stocks? You, you sell, sell it. How do you make money off of crypto? You sell, you sell it. it. You got to sell it. That's right. It's the same exact thing. All right. So there's other uh, things going on out there. You probably hear there's doomers, doom and gloomers out there that yeah. are talking about. Um, I think there's doom and gloomers all the time, every day on the radio or on the TV airwaves. It's yeah. amazing the things that get back to me. Oh, I heard this on the TV. I heard that on the radio. <laughs> I heard this. I read this headline. Yeah. yeah. Like, really, listen, you believe everything you hear just because mm-hmm. they report it doesn't mean it's factual. And a lot of it is like, hi, we want you to think this. Yeah. This is what's really happening. Right, right. I mean, they they, they word stuff so you could think right. they're a certain way. Yeah. Uh, some headlines you might see out there are alluding to a crashing market or a decline. They'll, in air quotes, real market decline. Right. And what's the... For someone that just reads it and doesn't read an article, what's that say to them? Oh, prices are going down. We're going to wait till next year. I'm going to wait till next year for prices to go down. Then I'm going to. Yeah. What's going to happen is the rates are going to (laughs) increase the way we're going right now. Gotcha. Maybe dip a little bit more. So what, 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 what that article means or what they're saying is as inflation increases, okay, gas used to be two bucks. Now it's five. It's going to be six. I read an article that says it's going to be seven. Okay. As inflation increases, the how, how home prices are looking like they're going to stay stagnant, the same. So what that means is 
that it's not that they're going to crash. Everything's going up, but the home prices are going to stay the same. I just said that twice. <laughs> right. Well, the real, what they mean by real prices or whatever you just said, what did you just say? What'd you call yep, it? Real. The headline? It was a real, gosh, I wish I wrote it down. Dang it, Rico. Anyways, we'll see here. In a, in a neighborhood, you have properties that are not nice. They're not in good condition. They're crappy. Then you have, have properties that are decent, that aren't crappy, but maybe not super updated. Then you have properties that are very updated and super top notch. So you have like different tiers of pricing that should be in a neighborhood based on those things. So in this crazy market, the crap holes of properties, the turd bombs were <laughs> selling for almost top dollar yeah. because I sold a couple they could. Top dollar, I, talk, I sold a couple top dollar I know. I was like, yeah, you wouldn't believe how much I got for this one. Anyways. Anywho, that's not happening anymore. No. So the no. real price decline isn't necessarily happening for properties that are in good condition and are are redone and look nice. Those are still selling for top dollar. It's the other properties that are we're seeing a decline in value because their demand as isn't as strong. Yeah. If that makes sense, it does make sense. So that's why we're seeing that decline. But it's not doesn't mean that real that property values are declining. True that. But that's what you think when you see that headline because it's misleading. Very misleading. Gotcha. Another way to think about it here, I, I got my thoughts back together. Okay. As uh, inflation increases, home prices stay the same, which creates an illusion of a decline. Gotcha. They haven't moved up with inflation. They're just staying the same is what everyone's projecting. So if you're reading articles, um, read the article. Know what you're reading. Yeah, just... And you got to be able to decipher what what is what because property values are still increasing. Mm -hmm. They're yeah. not at a sit yeah. still. They're not at a sit. They are still increasing. It's they are not ridiculously. I think they're they're catching up. They're increasing slowly. Um, so if you bought two years ago, congratulations. I mean, <laughs> congratulations. Seriously, y'all in banking. Two years somewhere. or more. I'll two say years that or more, because for sure, especially the last two years. Um, yeah, so that, that's what's going on in a real estate market. Earlier, I, I mentioned that we are the boots in the grounds. We do feel it. So, I mean, if you read some of these articles, those are articles from like April or May. They're late to the party. We're in June. We feel it daily. So if you are looking to purchase a property or if you're looking to uh, cash out and sell a property, give us a shout because we know what's going on in the market. Like on a day-to-day -day basis, we'll tell you the truth. We're not going to go over some stuff that some big syndicated website like Zillow or Realtor.com reports. They are old news. I'm telling you, they don't know what they're talking about at this moment. Right. So other than that, that's what the market's looking like right now. You got anything else, Court? Nope, not really. All right. We'll catch you guys at the next episode. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>